All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination, there is clarity, there is light, there is not confusion in this atmosphere. We ask and we say revelation knowledge flows freely and unhindered and uninterrupted. Everyone can build you as we see ourselves in you. And we say there is light and we say that your name alone is glorified as we are edified. Amen. 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 All right, all right. We continue our series. I don't know if we'll finish it today. If we can't, we'll continue. We'll finish it next Sunday. If we can finish it today, we'll finish it. We started a series two weeks ago on the faith of God. With faith of God. And we've been studying how to use your faith. And we said the believer doesn't lack faith. I mean, if you remember that, we said the believer doesn't lack faith, that the believer is born of faith. And we said in Romans 10 verse 17, we said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we said that a believer, when he hears the gospel, is born of faith. Say, I am born of faith. No, you're not saying like you mean. Say, I am born of faith. I am born of faith. So, when the believer hears the gospel, when the believer comes to the light of the gospel, he is born of faith. He is born of faith. And he comes with salvation. It's a free gift. It is a free gift. So, and when we say, what is a gift? The gift implies what is given without conditions. A gift is what is given without conditions. What is given without conditions. So, there are no steps to faith. There are no steps to faith. There is only one way to faith. Only one way to faith. And that is Christ Jesus. There is no steps to faith. There are only one way to faith. And that is Christ. So, everything God gives is given in Christ Jesus. Everything God gives is given in Christ Jesus. So every believer needs to know how, what, how, or what to, how to use their faith. And like I've been telling you, in Philemon 1 verse 6, we, says, we said in Philemon 1 verse 6, that the communication of our faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So that is, every believer needs to come to that understanding of what God has done in Christ Jesus for him. So as a believer, you are coming to that knowledge, you are coming to that precision, you are coming to that accuracy of what God has done in Christ Jesus for us. Hallelujah. So, and we said the believer must know how to use what he has in Christ. So, you know, we have faith. Now, how do you use it? That is the essence of this message. That is the essence of this teaching we've been studying for the past 30 weeks. And we said, you have the spirit of faith. Say, I have the spirit of faith. Spirit. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Say, I have the spirit of faith. Are we going to do what we did last week? I have the spirit of faith. I have the spirit of faith. Let me give you guys a try this week. Say, I have the spirit of faith. I have the spirit of faith. These are my audience for today. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. My audience for today, you know yourself. All right. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. So when you come to church, you must be active, right? So that's what I'm teaching you to do. You have to be very active. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. Look at what it says. It says, we've, we've seen this over time and we're still seeing it again. Look at it in 2 Corinthians. It says, 
we having the same spirit of faith. Say, I have the spirit of faith again. So it says, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. So we believe and therefore we speak. So the spirit of faith works by speaking. Hallelujah. So the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith works by speaking. The spirit of faith works by speaking. So you don't just have something and make it very dormant. It is an active something. It works by speaking. That's why I'm making you speak a lot in this in this service this morning. Because that is what you do on your own personal time. When you're having challenges, when you're having troubles, you're going to learn how to speak. Look at in Mark, 20, in Mark 11 verse 23, Jesus taught us the same. It is a speaking faith. We have a speaking faith. Mark 11 verse 23. 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 It says, For verily I say, are you there? I'll wait for you. Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say, did you see it? It says, shall say to this mountain, Be thou be removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he said, he's still using the word saith again, shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he said. Say, I have what I say. I have what I say. You can have what you say. Now, the question will now be, what are you saying? Are you speaking doubt? Are you speaking fear? Are you speaking worry? Are you speaking, what are you saying? Because the Bible says you can have what you say. Jesus was speaking here. He says, Whatsoever thou shalt say to this mountain, be thou be removed, and be not cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall have whatsoever he said. Remember I told you last week, I said, the problem is in what you're saying. It's nothing to believe in because you are already a believer. Hallelujah. You believe the gospel already. You are a believer. So you just have to speak. Hallelujah. You just have to speak. Look at the Matthew 21 verse 21. 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 Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and, not, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also ye shall sit unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. It says, it shall be done. Because, and that word if isn't for the new creation because you are not, you have believed the gospel. Because it says if, now you are not the if in that instance because now you are a believer. Remember, Jesus was talking to people who have not believed the gospel because he hasn't paid the sacrifice at this time. He hasn't died, he hasn't been buried, he hasn't rose again from the dead. So he hasn't paid the sacrifice. So he, and now for the new creation in Christ, he has the faith of God. You and I, we have the faith of God with us. So, either working and it is working. The faith of God is working. So, 
the faith confession demands situation. Our faith confessions demand that we speak to situations. It demands that we, to, we speak to challenges. It demands that we speak to our bodies, if need be. Maybe your health challenge. I told you a story last week. I told you my story last week of many 10, 11 years ago of me sick and I spoke to my body and I was healed. You know, you have the faith of God. The faith of God can change circumstances to your good. When you haven't prayed, you are using your faith, you are speaking the right word, it can change circumstances for your good. The faith of God can receive answers to prayer. Hallelujah. You know, haven't prayed, you can just speak. Hallelujah. It says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, it says, We believe, therefore we speak. <laughs> we believe, therefore we speak. So I have believed God in prayers and I speak. You know, this morning we pray for wisdom, right? You know, you can just go about your day this morning or when you get up and just say, oh, I have the wisdom of God. I have clarity. I don't walk in confusion. I don't walk in darkness. I have the light of life walking in me. I have wisdom. I have wisdom. I have clarity. I have understanding of issues. I have understanding of times and seasons. I know how to discern times. I know how to discern seasons. The wisdom of God is walking in me. Hallelujah. I about saying that this morning. I about saying that in the afternoon. I about saying that in the night when you are about to sleep you just say oh I'm not confused oh I don't walk in darkness oh I don't walk in confusion oh I'm filled with God's wisdom oh I know what to do I know how to do I know where to do I know who to talk to I about saying that every day than saying oh I'm confused I don't know what to do I, I don't know the next steps to take I'm so that you can't move forward in life with that you can't you really can't because the speak, you are a believer. The confession is you, you believe with your heart and you speak with your mouth. So that is where your walking should be. So to the new creation, he has believed with his heart with the gospel. So you are a believer. So you are not... See, let me tell you something about you as a Christian or as a believer. You can't be a doubter. You can't be a believer and be a doubter. You've already believed in the Lord Jesus. You are not, you, we don't preach to you and say, now believe the gospel anymore. You believed. So you don't have an iota of doubt in your heart. You walk in that line of your belief. So you are believing that what I'm saying now is working for me. Just like I'm saying, I have the light of life. I, I don't walk in confusion. I know what to do. I know how to do. I know who to talk to. I am always, I am always filled with wisdom and knowledge and understanding. I know exact steps to take. I know the exact direction to turn to. I know the next person to talk to that will work out for my good. I am about saying that every time. As I've just said it for myself, it is working for me because I am a believer. Hallelujah. I am not a doubter. Hallelujah. Praise God. You didn't doubt the gospel. You can't doubt the words you are saying. You believe that Jesus rose from the dead. You believe that Jesus rose from the dead. So that is the basics. That is the number one basis of faith. Because we said in Romans 10 verse 17, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God alone. So, when you have believed the gospel, faith comes to your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, to the new creation, he believes the gospel. He has 
heard the gospel and he is never urged to believe. You can't be urged to believe. So that is why in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, he says, we believe and yet we speak. So stop trying to believe because you're already a believer. Say, I'm a believer. Talk to your neighbor, say, you are a believer. Stop trying to believe. Say it very well. Say, stop trying to believe. All right. So you're a believer. The work now is in your speaking. So the work is speaking what we believe. Like I am the new creation in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't walk in sin. I don't walk in confusion. I am justified. I am sanctified. I am no longer condemned. I am saying that every morning to yourself. That is what you believe. Mark 9 verse 23. Mark 9 verse 23. Mark 9 verse 23. I don't think I'm too fast. Mark 9 verse 23. I don't think I'm too fast, right? Am I okay? All right. Mark 9 verse 23. Jesus said unto him, he said, if thou can believe all things, if thou can believe, look at what he says, all things are possible to him that what? No, you're not seeing it. He says, all things are possible to him that what? So have you believed? No, no, you're not getting it. Have you believed? Yes, sir. So all things are possible to you now, right? Are you seeing that? All things are possible to you. Because that is the possibility of faith. You believed. So we are not urged to believe. We have already believed the gospel. Mark 16. Look at Mark 16. Mark 16, verse 15 to 17. You won't have been in service this morning if you don't believe the gospel. Hallelujah. You would have been here. You believe the gospel. You believe that Jesus rose from the dead. That's why you're in service this morning. Look at Mark 16, verse 15 to 17. Mark 16, verse 15 to 17. And he said unto them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He now says, He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So have you believed the gospel? Yes, you have. It says, and this shine shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. So we believe the gospel. That is why we are called believers. Look at in Acts 2 verse 44. 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 A believer needs to learn how to use their faith, Acts 2 verse 44, and all that believe were together and had all things in common. So you don't urge to believe or teach a finch to swim or bear to fly. So you don't teach a believer to believe. I can't teach you to believe the gospel because you've already believed. I can't start saying, now believe, now believe. You believed. Hallelujah. You believe the gospel. Say, I believe the gospel. Galatians 6 verse 10. 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 It says, As we therefore, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So, our family, our origin, our background is called the believer's family. 
Our culture and nature is believing. You and I's culture and nature is believing. We have the ability to believe. That's our culture. That's our nature. So, we use our words. We use the spirit of faith. So, the gospel has been believed by all of us. So, we are blessed. You and I are blessed men because we believe the gospel. So, we use our words. We use the spirit of faith and it demands situations. You don't just use your words by, by, you use your words positively. How positive are your words? How positive are your confession? Are you speaking positive things about yourself? Are you speaking negative things about yourself? The Bible tells you, you have whatsoever you say. So if you keep saying you are a failure, that's what you have. If you keep saying you can never make it, that is what will happen to you. A man is a product of his words. You don't know? You are a product of the words you've said. You are a product of what you said to yourself. So you need to change your words. Tell your neighbor, say you need to change your words. Hat 3 verse 6 to 8. Hat 3 verse 6 to 8. Hat 3 verse 6 to 8. It says, now, now this is a miracle here because you can also use your words to demand situations. You can use your words to demand situations. Half three, verse six to eight. Then Peter said, Siva and gold have I known, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Look at verse seven. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked. And entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. That was a great miracle. A man was born crippled and he walked. And a mighty miracle. Now, Peter explained how he was able to do it. Look at in verse 16. Now, Peter explained how he was able to do the miracle. Look at in verse 16, at 3 verse 16. Peter explained how, at 3 verse 16. And his name, and in his name, true faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yet the faith which by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Faith in his name. And you and I have that same faith. So the faith of Christ works in his name. So Peter used this word and said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. So you can see someone who is deaf, who is dumb, who is blind, and you can say, in the name of Jesus, receive your sight. You are a believer. Jesus did it. The apostles did it. You can do it. Hallelujah. When you see the stories and the testimonies in the scriptures, they are written for your example. In Romans 12 verse 4, it says, they are written for our example so that true faith and true patience we might learn. So they are for your example. So you, Peter explained, he says, true faith in his name. True faith in his name. So that shows I can see a blind eye and say, in the name of Jesus, you receive your sight now. And the person's eyes will be opened. Hallelujah. No, you don't, you, your hallelujah sounded dull. You're just thinking, is it possible? It is possible. You can heal the sick. 
You can pray in his name using your words. The faith of Christ works in his name. So that mountain, we can safely say, the mountain of being crippled, right, was casted out by the faith in his name. Can we say that? That that is a mountain. That is a challenge. That is an obstacle. That is a, that is a situation. He has been sitting on one spot for so many years and just by the authority in this name, he could speak to the situation and that situation gave way. So you should not be bold. You should, as I said, you should not be bold. You should be very bold. Sorry. You should be very bold to use that same authority in your family, among your friends, among your loved ones, and just say, in the name. You know, there could be somebody among us now who's, who has somebody in the hospital, and you can just say, in the name of Jesus, you rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus, you are made whole. Look at in Acts 14, verse 9. Acts 14, verse 9. I told you when you come to script, when you come to church, you open scriptures, right? And I told you, when you don't, any place where they don't open scriptures, they're about to deceive you because the scriptures are the binding authority for the, script, for the Christian. Look at Acts 14, verse 9. Acts 14, verse 9. Look at it. The same earth Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he did what? He had faith to be healed. Faith to be healed. So, words put to work. I can put my words to work. Tell your neighbor, say, you can put your words. No, you're not saying like you mean. You can put your words to work. You can put your words to work. You see your friend feeling feverish? That's time to put your, fr- your words to work. You see your friend just checking, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't feel so great today. That's time to use, put your words to work. In the name of Jesus, your body is healed now. So, the man is healed. He walks. He stood upright. So, he spoke to the mountain. So, you know, that your friend being feverish can be a mountain. Right? Right? Yes, sir. And by that, you use your words, you put your words to work. And you will see results. Look at in Mark 5. Mark 5, verse 25 to, 20, to 34. It's a long read, but we're going to read it. Mark 5, verse 25. Everybody, let's go there. Mark 5, verse 25. Are you there? Mark 5, verse 25 to 34. I want us to read this story. I want you to pay attention to this story. It's a beautiful one. Mark 5, verse 25 to 34. It says, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bethered, and was nothing bethered, but rather grew worse. Look at verse 27. Pay attention to this story. She had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and thushed his garment. Look at verse 28. What, let's read it together, 28. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. I shall be who? What did she do? What did she do? Mm-mm. What did she do? According to the scripture. She said. 
She spoke. What did she say? If I'm a thought is clothed, I shall do what? Look at in verse 29. What happened in verse 21? Let's read it together. Everybody, let's go. Read it loud. That the, she was healed of her plague. So what did she do that made her God whole? She spoke. And she had whatsoever she said. It says, and straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of her plague. And look at verse 30. Jesus and Jesus immediately... Now, Jesus wasn't aware of what was happening. But look at it in verse 30. Jesus immediately knowing of himself that virtue has, has gone out of him. Virtue there means power has gone out of him. And thought about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seeing the, thou seeing the multitude strong in thee and say, Who touched thee? And he looked about to see uh, that she, uh, that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was being done in her, came and fell before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, what did you do? Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and behold of thy plague. Thy faith. So Jesus said, Faith made thy whole. And what was faith? We said, you use your words to speak. Right? You use your words. So she said, and she was healed. She spoke, and she was healed. So, do you notice, he never mentioned God here. He never said, oh God. He just said, he didn't say, God has healed you. Do you notice Jesus never said, God healed you. He said, your faith has made you whole. So that shows you can have whatsoever you say. Did you notice Jesus never said, oh, God has healed you. Now, oh, touching my clothes made you healed. She, Jesus re retreated to the woman and said, your faith has made you whole. So that shows your faith can move mountains. Your faith can get you healed. I explained to you last week. Your faith can get you healed. Your faith can take you out of situations. Your faith. So, how did God? So, God gave the healing and faith to receive. He never mentioned God. Why? Because God gave the healing and faith to receive. So, it is up to you to use your faith. So, if you keep staying in your situation, keep um, having a challenge, and you keep tell, talking about your challenge every time, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Oh, I don't think I'm going to be healed. Oh, I don't know what is going to happen to me. I think I might just die in this bed. You are going to have whatsoever you say. But imagine you're sick and you tell yourself, Oh, the power of God is working in my body. Effecting the healing and the cure. I am going to be made whole. I am going to come out of this alive. My body is being receptive to the power of God right now. You know, how about you say that to yourself? You have a pain in your body. You say the power of God is working in this body, effecting the healing and the cure. My body is receptive to the healing power of God right now. And therefore, I believe and I speak. I am healed and I am made whole. How about you say that to yourself? How about you say that to yourself? You should learn to speak a lot. Learn to speak a lot. So, how did faith do it for the woman in verse 28? He says, For she said, If I may touch his clothes, I shall be. Oh, she spoke the result before it came. 
She spoke the results before it came. The original rendering of that text said, she kept saying, she kept saying, you, she, she was waking up every morning and she was speaking. Every afternoon she was speaking. Every night she was speaking. She kept saying, oh, if Jesus will walk through my street, I know if I touch his head, the end of his garment, I am going to be made whole. I just can't wait for Jesus to, to wait for, to pass through my street. You know, she kept saying, she kept saying, and she had whatsoever she said. She kept saying, she kept saying, she kept saying, as she's cooking, she was saying, as she was driving, she was saying, as she was in the bathroom, she was saying, she was saying, she was just saying it. She said it and it was done. Remember, Jesus wasn't planning a miracle service that day. Jesus wasn't planning to heal the sick that day, but her faith worked for her. She kept saying Jesus was actually trying to go to Jairus' house, but the power of God was going forward. Faith changed the direction. Faith can change the direction of things to your favor. He brought it back to her, just like Abraham. Abraham refused. The Bible says she refused to cooperate with the mountain. Romans 4. Look at Romans 4. Romans 4. Romans 4. Are you, are you learning something? If you're learning something, let me see your hands. Are you learning something? All right. Look at Romans 4. Romans 4. Romans 4, verse 17. Romans 4, verse 17. It says, As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations before him, whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. You are calling the things that be not as though you were, as though they were. You are not seeing what you want to see yet, but you can keep calling it forth. Oh, I call forth. Oh, I know I'm going to be rich. Hallelujah. Oh, I know that I have abundance of supply of resources for me. You know, you can keep saying those things. Oh, I walk in. You know, before you finish school, some of you who are staying in school, you can start saying, oh, I call forth good jobs for me. Good high-paying jobs, I call them forth for me. I'm never going to be stranded about my jobs. Everything is going to work out in a proper and good direction. You know, you can keep saying that. Some of you have professional exams to write. As you are reading, you are speaking. As you are reading, you are preparing, you can be speaking and be saying, Oh, I know I'm going to do well in my MCAT. Oh, I know I'm going to do well in my LSAT. Oh, I know I'm going to do well in my SAT exam. Oh, I know I'm going to do well in this exam. You know, you can, as you are reading, I'm not saying you should know. I told you last week, I said, read, right? Yes, <laughs> read, though. <laughs> <laughs> as you are preparing for those exams, you are reading, you are, reading, you are studying, you are, you are putting in on your effort, and you are speaking. But imagine you are reading and putting it on the same way, and you're just saying, I'm going to fail this. Oh, I just, I just, I'm just going to fail this. You're going to have whatsoever you say. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, as you are in the bedroom, you can just be saying, I'm going to pass this exam. I'm going to, I haven't read, I haven't had sleepless nights in reading. You can just be saying, Oh, I'm going to pass this exam. I'm going to pass this exam. I'm going to come out of flight colors and this. You are speaking forth. Speaking things as though they were. You know, you can have whatsoever you say. 
So when we use our faith, we call things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. We call things that be not as though they were. We say blessed when it is not looking good. We are saying, you know, when things are not going your direction, you say, oh, I'm blessed all the time. I walk in the abundance of God's blessing. I am blessed and I am blessed and I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. Hallelujah. You know, you keep those things. You keep the switch of faith turned on. You don't wait for when situations are okay. When situations are okay, you are speaking. When situations are not okay, you are still speaking. You are speaking. When the pain is there, you are saying, I'm healed. It's not looking like this. It's getting worse and worse and worse. It's looking like, oh, this is getting, tr- this is getting more, more intense. The pain is getting more severe. You can just be saying, oh, I believe and I do receive. Healing is working in my body right now. You're calling things that be not as though they were. Are you seeing that? It's not looking like it. But you're speaking the right thing. You're speaking for the right thing. You know, before you use the, the medications you were given, you can say, I believe that this medication is going to work for my good. I believe that this medication, as I take this medication, I am going to see instant results in my body right now. Hallelujah. Amen. You can speak as though they were. You can call things that be not as though they were. Saying you are blessed even when you don't seem like it. Saying you have abundance of resources even when there's zero, zero dollars in your account. Saying you, saying you have all, you know, you can just wake up in the morning and say, I have all that pertains to life and godliness. I can never be stranded. I am never disadvantaged. All is working for my good. Everything is working for my good. It will all turn into my favor. Men, look around and bless me. Men, look around and favor me. I have what it takes to live in life. I live whole. I can never be sick. You know, you can walk. You can just, you can just speak that to yourself every morning. I can never be sick. I walk in divine health all the time. My body is perfect and receptive to God's power. The healing power of God is working in my body all the time. That migraine is gone right now. You know, you can just say those things. You can just say those things. And God's power will walk. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, God's power will walk. It will always walk. God, see, God is always in the business of doing miracles. God is always in the business of doing miracles. He is never tired of doing miracles. Never tired. That is his specialty. That is his specialty. When there is a challenge, learn to see it that this just makes the miracle sweeter. Hallelujah. When you have a challenge, just tell yourself, wow, this just got to make the miracle sweeter. Praise God. Because you know you're going to come out of it victorious. I am always victorious. I am always victorious. I, am, I triumph by God's power always. I triumph by God's power always. You say that to yourself and let it dawn on you. You know, there are certain things you say to yourself till it dawns on you. It doesn't look like it, but you let it dawn on you. Then you walk with so much confidence. You walk with so much boldness. People start calling you proud. It's not your, you're not proud. You just know something they don't know. Hallelujah. You just know something they don't know. Imagine you're telling someone and saying, I can never be sick. They say, don't be too proud. No, I just know something you don't know. I have the confidence and the faith of God. Hallelujah. The divine health is for me all the time. 
I walk in divine health all the time. I walk in divine healing all the time. My body is receptive to God's power all the time. You, walk, you speak those things to yourself. I am a success. I can never be a failure. I am not a failure. I am not a failure. I am a success. Everything I touch turns to gold. I am a success. I know what to do to make me money. Just say, you know, you can say things like that for your natural health, for, for, your, for your natural needs. I have the wisdom of God. I have the direction of God's spirit. I know what to do. I know who to talk to. I know exactly what to do to give me abundance of resources. You can speak that to yourself. Now, I tell people this. What has your negative words done to you? If your negative words hasn't produced results for you, then you've got to change it. What has your negative words done? But do you know that when you keep saying those negative words, you don't have hope, you don't have faith. You don't, you just, you're just there, you're just drowning in your doubt, you're just drowning in your fear, you're just drowning in your impossibilities. How about you just jump up on that bed and say, oh, glory to God, if today is a beautiful day. You know, you can tell yourself, I can never have a bad day. Hallelujah. How about that? How about that? I can never have a bad day. There is no bad day for me. Every day is blessed. My mornings are blessed. My afternoons are blessed. My nights are blessed. I can never have a bad day. Because the power of God works with me always, every time. Directions are available for me. I can never be confused. Never. Tell yourself that. Learn to speak those words to yourself. I can never be confused. Hallelujah. I have the light of life walking with me. I can never be confused. The light and the direction of God's will is with me. I can never be confused. I know what to do. I know how to do. I know where to turn to. I know who to talk to. I can never be confused. I don't have a bad day. You know, you can, you can keep saying those things to yourself. I don't have a bad day. My Mondays are not bad. My Tuesdays are not bad. My Wednesdays are not bad. My Thursdays are not bad. My Fridays are not bad. My Saturdays are not bad. My Sundays are not bad. I have victorious and beautiful days all the time. Victorious and beautiful days all the time. My January is blessed. My February is blessed. My, my March is blessed. My April is blessed. My May is blessed. My June is blessed. My July is blessed. My August is blessed. My September is blessed. My October is blessed. My November is blessed. My December is glorious. Every day is beautiful. Glory to God. You wake up in the morning, you are praying. You are speaking those words to yourself. You are speaking the right words. You are speaking the right words. You are calling things that be not as though they were. You know, we are not yet in July, but you can start saying, July is going to be a great month. Hallelujah. I'm going to be healed in July. July, I'm going to have abundance of resources. July, I'm going to have all it takes for me to, to have so much. July, I'm going to win so many souls to the Lord Jesus. July, I'm going to receive miracles of men. I'm going to have multiplications and in my discipleship. I'm going to have effective followers. You can start speaking those words to yourself. I'm going to be so victorious. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Learn to put the sweet, put the switch of faith on. As a believer in Christ, you have to learn to switch the. You have to learn to put on the switch of faith. Many times, what we do is we are busy describing the mountain. I say, ah, we like to gist about our problems. We like to tell somebody so that a lot of us like sympathy. 
We just want people to sympathize with our problems. Oh, I'm having a headache. Oh, sorry. We, many of us, we enjoy the sorries. We enjoy it. Oh, sorry. Do you want some hot coffee? Do you want to just, you know, do you, do you just want to lie down, just rest for some hot coffee, this and that? No. How about you jump up and just say, no. This pain, I don't have this pain. Hallelujah. So, we love us like we are busy describing our month thing. We are complaining about it. We are asking God, why? A lot of people just like doing the why question. Why did God allow this to happen? Why did God allow this to happen? You allowed it to happen. Why did God allow this to happen? Why did God allow me to have this? Why about saying I can never have accidents? Hallelujah. Instead of waiting for when you have accident and start saying, why did God allow me to have accident? Start saying, I can never have accident. My steps are ordered by the Lord always. I don't sleep, I don't fall, I don't break down. My body is active all the time. God keeps me and protects me from all danger. How about you say that all the time? Instead of saying, why God, why God, why God? Why not ask yourself, why are you? Hmm. A lot of us are busy describing the mountains, busy describing our actions, busy describing everything, and we wonder what, you know, a lot of people, we, we like to tell people, like I said, just for sympathy. Some people, they announce their problem on Facebook. What is on your mind? You know that, that, that description on Facebook, what's on your mind? I'm going through a lot. Me, Seb, I'm just coming back from a lot. <laughs> I'm going through a lot. So we say, I'm going through. There's a, there a woman on Facebook. Anytime she's going through a problem, she put it. I, I see her Facebook every time. She just say, My dad just fell sick now. Why are you. I'm not joking. We just rushed my dad to the hospital now. Um, why are you telling the world? Why do, we, why, why do you want us to know about that? So that we can say sorry. And you know, people will say, oh, my prayers are with you, and people are not really praying. <laughs> my prayers are with you are just by typing. <laughs> a lot of people that tell you, I'm praying for you. They, are, they just typed it. They are not really praying. <laughs> they just say, um, a lot of you, especially women, they just, some of you put in, you just tell your, your sorry to use women as an example, I love you guys. But you just, some people just share your problem and just say, oh, I'm going to a lot. You say, oh, sorry, sis. I'm going to be praying for you. And you say, lie. You have forgotten when you got home. <laughs> By the time you got home, you remember your own problem. You remember your own boyfriend <laughs> who has not called you. <laughs> so the woman, so I, I see the status. I see I hope that every time. Oh, I just broke down. My new just broke. Now, your new just broke. Attend to your new. Why do you have to update us on Facebook? Why? What do we need your new to do on Facebook? So you see, what I do is to check the comment. I look at the comment. Oh, wow. Sorry, sis. Is it that new you? That new you were fantasizing about it that last time? So jealous people are okay. I'm also happy that your new too broke. These ones are, another group is saying, oh, sorry, my prayers are with you. And it's just by typing. You know, a lot of people are just, you have a problem. How about you tell the person, Yes, I know that I'm sick, right? I about you want to tell somebody and say, Favor, yes, I know that I'm sick, but I believe and I receive God for a miracle. 
I'm not trying to tell you to sympathize with me. I'm just telling you to believe God with me. Hallelujah. How about that? How about that? You know, if imagine we do all of those things. Favor, you know, I'm going through this problem. I'm not trying to tell you to sympathize with me because I know the power of God is working. I have prayed and I believe. I just want you to join your faith with mine. Speak your word with me. Pray with me. And I know we are going to come out of this victorious. Glory to God. Glory to God. How about that? Than saying, oh, I'm going through that. I don't think it's going to, there's no way around this anymore. There is no way around. Nothing, can, nothing good can come out of this anymore. How about that? Oh, I'm just down and I'm down and I'm down. Yeah, you're going to keep going down. <laughs> Hallelujah. So imagine. So a lot of people will tell you to Facebook. Some people, you know, I remember one time something happened on Facebook to a particular preacher who died. And the person came to announce, I believe that was so insensitive. I, I, I saw that as a very insensitive thing to do. When the person came to announce it on Facebook, you just spoilt the whole thing. You just came to announce it on Facebook and just said, okay, um, this person just died some minutes ago. Brethren, Christians, I want you to start praying right now. We believe and we receive this person can come out from the day. When things like that are done, you don't go on Facebook to put it out. You don't do that. You counterfeit those things. There are certain things that you put privately, address this issue privately, and come out victorious. The miracle got sweeter. It will get sweeter. So, so we, we live in that world where even the media is so quick on kicking up a bad news. The, what sells faster these days are bad news. Oh, um, something just bad. That's what is selling faster. That is what the media is after these days. Bad news. And imagine everything on your mind is just bad news. Oh, Rochester is going bad. The economy in Rochester is going bad. Rochester is the fourth um, poorest city in the whole of the United States. And that's all you are feeding your mind with every day and every day and every day. You're not going to make it in Rochester if you keep feeding your mind with that. How about you say, because I'm in Rochester, Rochester is blessed. Go with the God. How about you say, Rochester is increasing and is growing. Is growing in economy. The economy is going to favor me. I am going to pop, I'm going to expand this economy by wisdom and direction of God's spirit with me. And men are going to benefit from this. I'm about feeding your mind with those kind of things. That is who a believer is. So you see, we have no impossibility. Say, I have no impossibility. Have no impossibility. So you are just the one who have limited yourself. Are you seeing one of your rights and privileges in Christ? You don't have impossibility. If Jesus can speak to the sea and tell the sea, become, be still. So you can speak to an obstacle and the obstacle will give way. You just have to say the right words and not speaking negative things. Don't have a negative confession. Don't have a negative, don't have a negative feeling. You are a believer. You are not a doubter. So when you go through a challenge, because we live in life, one of the reasons I'm teaching you this is just to arm you with immunization. You might not need this now. Some of you might say, I don't think I have any challenge. I don't think I have any issues right now. But someday you're going to need what I'm teaching you right now. And that's why I'm teaching you. So that when those situations come true, you're going to know what exactly to do when, when those things happen. 
Some of you can say, oh, everything is just perfect right now. No situation, no challenge. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. You are definitely going to need this someday. Life is not always going to go in the direction you want, but you can bring it back with your words. Glory to God. You can always bring it back. You can always speak words of challenge. You might not be sick. You might not have been sick for so many years. But there will be someday, because as long as we are in this flesh, there will be someday your body will need healing. Holy to God. God. And you're going to have it. Because you have whatsoever you say. You have whatsoever we say. So we call things that are the way they are. And they remain the same. So if you keep saying, if you keep seeing, if you keep seeing the pain, and you keep saying, I have the pain, I have the pain, the pain remains with you. So if the pain is there, you can keep saying, the power of God is working in my body. So instead of going to favor and saying, I have this headache, this mad headache, I can't think, my head is just, my head is just bangling so much, I just can't think. How about you tell favor, I believe, I believe the power of God is working with my head. And I know I'm going to be healed and I'm going to come out of this. I just want you to agree with me in prayers and speak words of faith about this situation. And I know that I'm going to be healed. How about that? Instead of looking for sympathy. All of us like stories. It's just, you just want sorry. Oh, sorry. You just want to be pampered. Especially the women. Sorry, I, don't, I love you guys. I love you. But you just have to grow out of that. Glory to God. So we call things the way they are, and they will always remain the same. If we don't, but you have to speak words of faith. Look at Mark eleven twenty three as I begin to round up. As I round up now, Mark eleven twenty three. Let's look at it again. We finish this next Sunday. We finish this next Sunday. Mark eleven verse twenty three. Mark eleven verse twenty three. Are you getting something? Are you blessed? Are you are you learning something this morning? Mark 11, verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. Are you there? It says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe in those things which he saith, it shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he saith. So faith has never failed to change situations. Tell your neighbor, say faith, faith. Has, never has never failed to change situations. Faith has never failed. It has never. So people must have told you how they, how they allegedly used their faith and it didn't work. I came to tell you this morning, that was not Bible faith. That was not Bible faith. Some people will tell you, oh, I used my faith and it didn't work. They didn't use the faith of the Bible because it will never fail. The faith of God will never fail. Because we have no such evidence in the scripture that people use their faith and it fails. Matthew 21 verse 21. Matthew 21 verse 21. Matthew 21 verse 21. Matthew 21 verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, 
If ye have faith and not doubt not, ye shall not only do these things which is done to the fig tree, but ye shall see unto this mountain, be that removed and be that cast to the sea, and it will be done. So faith will never fail. Say faith will never fail. Faith will never fail because we have no such evidence in the scripture. The evidence we have in the scripture is that men used their faith and it didn't fail. So I use my faith and I have what I say. So I can speak to a mountain and I will see the result. I can speak to an obstacle. I can speak to a challenge. I can speak to my body. Remember how we started? I can also speak to a situation. I can tell somebody, be healed, and the person will be healed, right? Remember that? So, how many of you can lay hands on the sick now? How many of you can see that? So, you can safely tell somebody, maybe your friend, your roommate, your family member, you see them going through a challenge, you can say, all right, all right, I know you're going through that challenge, all right, but I can do something, I can speak in the name of Jesus, and that situation will give way. How many of you will begin to do that from today? All right. That is what you are called to do in Mark 16. Look at Mark 16. Mark 16. That's why you are a believer. Look at Mark 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Have you believed? Yes, it says, in my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new thongs. They shall take up deadly serpents. They shall drink any deadly thing. It says, they shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall what? Recover. Glory to God. So I will learn to speak about, I will learn to speak to mountains and I will not speak about my mountains. I will not be speaking, oh, okay, I have so many mountains. I have so many challenges. I have so many situations. I know and I believe that the power of God is working in this situation. You know that every challenge can be solved. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I know all my challenges can be solved. I don't know about you, but I know I can live my life challenges free. Hallelujah. I can live my life challenges free. You know, you can keep saying, the debts are paid. My bills are paid. My needs are met. You might not have enough. You can just say, my bills are paid. My needs are met. My bills are paid. and needs are met. I have abundance of supply. I have abundance of resources. My bills are paid. My needs are met. I don't know about you, but my bills are paid. My needs are met. My bills are paid, my needs are met. My debts are paid. Hallelujah. My debts are paid. My debts are paid. My debts are paid. Supernaturally. By the power of God. I have instead of saying, I'm in so much debt. I'm in so much debt. I'm in so much. My needs are met. My bills are paid. I have abundance of resources for me. I have abundance of resources for me. I have abundance of resources for me. I have whatsoever I see. 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 How about you say something right now? How about you say something to yourself right now? Speak words. Let's be on our feet. Speak words of faith. Speak words of faith. Speak words of faith this morning. Lift your voice. My bills are paid. My needs are met. That sickness give way. That challenges give way. That situation give way. By the power in the name of Jesus. That person on the sick bed gets up. You know, you, your bills are met. My bills are paid. Situations give, situations give way. By the power of God's spirit. Speak to every mountain. Every situation. Every challenge. Lift your voice.
Lift your voice and speak. Miracle.